Welcome to BP Leadership Podcast, where real leaders are made. I'm Bill Purvis, your host today, and I'm looking forward to sharing with you a lesson entitled The Secret to Leading Leaders. Got a whole lot of content in it. Looking forward to sharing with you. So let's get started. Uh, today, I want to tell you about a. I, I came up with this lesson several years ago because what happened was when I was pastoring with the church, the church began to grow, but as it grew, we started drawing some higher level leaders than we already had. And so I quickly had to figure out, now, how do you, how do you attract and then lead people that are at higher levels? And, uh, and so out of that, I kind of developed some thoughts and insights, and I'd write it down. I know for you, if you're in business and you're trying to make things better, uh, you're going to reach some clients sometimes. You're going to draw some employees at times that are going to be more experienced and high level. And so hopefully this will help you to get the right insight into how they think, what they need, because the key is going to be going back and connecting with them. And I'll show you how to do it. So I'm going to give you really like uh, seven different ways that it's difficult to lead leaders and then seven tips to do that. So I'll go through them briefly as well. But I know this, the exciting thing about being in a leadership role to start with is whether you're a business owner or whether you're a manager or supervisor or even a pastor, uh, the benefit of that is you got a little freedom. That's why most people go into business. They, they want some freedom. They, they like the opportunity of, of exploring on their own and doing things on their own. Uh, but the downside of that is that when they start attracting customers and clients at higher levels is how do I keep and how do I attract and how do I grow those higher level leaders? And so there's a big difference, by the way, in developing followers and developing leaders. Uh, sometimes you can go out and grab a bunch of followers, and that's good. But the highest level of leader always reproduces other leaders. And, um, and so it's like you can look behind them and see whether it be their family that have reached leadership levels or whether it have been their friends that have been around them. But you'll notice that a, a high-level leader doesn't just have followers. They have leaders. They reproduce themselves. I know of a guy that's in business today that has a successful business, and more people have started their own businesses being around him. And, and the reason is because they were around a good leader. And so uh, to, to be able to do that is an art. It's really a, a skill. It's a science as well. And, and if we don't do that, it puts a lid on our growth. We only attract so many customers or so many clients or, as a pastor, so many members. And to be able to break through that, you got to learn to lead leaders because the leaders are what attract other people. And so in able to do that, that's why I believe that this lesson will probably be beneficial for a lot of you that have been at the same level for years. If you've been at the same level for years and you've been thinking, I wish I could get my company or my business or my church to grow a little further, I think this is going to be essential, okay? And you're going to get the notes, by the way. They're going to be sending all of you the notes as well. So everything I say will be there for you, and they've already filled out, and, uh, and that will help you along the line. But you may want to take notes as well as we go, but be sure and listen, okay? So let me give you, here's seven difficulties in leading leaders. It's different, as I say. So one is this, the higher the leader, the more options they have. And it's, if, if they're a higher level leader, they, they have more options to do things. Now, if you're, you know, when I first came to the church and we were small, had 32 people there, one of the interesting things was is that whoever was there that day began to be the leader. You know, whoever got there first could open the door and they could turn on the lights and they could turn on the air conditioning. And we made them the leader in charge of maintenance and all the rest and gave them a title. And that was great. 
Uh, and they were easy to lead because they, they had not much responsibility nor experience. But as it began to grow, I realized now I've got to have higher level leaders. And I realized that the higher the leader, the more options they have. So they don't, they don't bite easy. They don't jump on board quickly. And so now you've got to figure out and finesse your way through what is it that they need and what is it that they are fulfilled at. And so that's the first. Now, the second is in many organizations, some of you are in these corporations that you didn't start it, but you're a supervisor, you're a manager or something. And, and in many organizations, some of those you lead had a part in bringing you on. And so it's kind of hard to lead somebody that helped to hire you. It's kind of hard to lead somebody that at one time, they were the ones that recommended you, brought you in, and now all of a sudden you're in a place where you say, I, I want them to do something, but I feel bad. And, and in their minds, they may even be thinking, I got here first. You know, I was here before you were. Who are you to tell me what to do? Or, uh, you know, you can't oversee me because if it wasn't for me, you wouldn't have the job you have. So it's a little harder, and that's one of the difficulties if you're in a role where you suddenly move past them, and now you got to lead the people that once led you. Uh, the third is high-level leaders generally, if they're independent, have their own organization or their own company to run. And so if they've got a cause they're leading and their own place that they're leading, uh, they've got some choices. And, and the question they have is this, what makes your cause better than others? What makes your cause better than my cause? Why do I want to give to yours or be a part of yours when I've got some other options? And you have to realize with those kind of people that their time is valuable, so don't abuse it. Uh, and, and also, their value to the organization can be big, so don't waste it. And so those are, those are some of the things that they think in their mind. Why make, what is you have that makes me want to be with your organization? Number four, High-level leaders are selective in who they choose to follow. That is, they're, they're going to be harder to catch. They're, they're kind of like a high-level leader. is like if you've gone fishing before, there's, there's certain fish that you can just catch easily. You throw anything out and they eat it. But to catch what really is a, a great fish that you want to brag about or put on a trophy, that's going to take a lot more skill. You don't just catch that. If you do one time, it may be accident, but to do it regularly, you've got to have a level of skill that you just don't get by throwing chum in the water. So the key is going to be now, if, if I'm going to lead that higher level leader, I've got to, I've got to understand they're going to make a choice to follow me. They have the, not only the options, but they're going, to, they're going to lift the organization. But what am I going to do to get them? They don't just follow anyone. And, and especially, you know, they won't follow somebody who's at a lower level than them. If they don't think you can teach them, they won't get on board. They'll just quietly check out and move on. I knew a guy one time that was a great sales guy, kind of as a pastor, and he could sell. He just couldn't keep them. And he probably had a, had 100 people, probably drew 200 leaders, but lost those 200, and he's still at the 100 a couple of years later. And, um, and when he was telling me what his problem was, I thought that the interesting thing is you're good at sales but bad at service. You, you can't lead them further. You got them on the front end, but you can't keep them. And so the key is going to be that you and I have to embrace that on the front end. Number five, some higher level leaders feel a sense of entitlement. Now, I just, I'm opening up because I'm not senior pastor anymore. So I'll tell you, I've had people before that left the church that um, came to me in times past and they, they wanted me to address them by their title. They wanted, they, they felt that any job we had that offered serving was beneath them. I had a man one time that offered a lot of money if I'd put him on a board. He privately said, I'll give you a whole lot of money if you'll put me on this board. 
And I said, we don't buy our way on boards. And he got offended with me. He said, okay, I want you to know, young man, I'm leaving and I'm taking my money with me and I'll go to another church where I can get on that place. And he did. You know something? I didn't miss him nor his money. What I'm telling you, you got to be willing to let some people go. But when they feel a sense of entitlement, they believe they're owed special privileges. Some of you, by the way, you're in business and you're going to have a client that looks real good. And if that client gets to be so needy and feel that they've got to be so entitled, you'd be better off to lose that client. Otherwise, you'll spend your whole time trying to service them and never satisfy them. And they may lose, may lose them and leave anyway. Uh, in fact, the way we checked them at this church was this. We would give them uh, jobs of service so that we would see what's their character and what their heart was. I didn't want anybody coming in thinking that I'm better than everybody else. I want them to come in with the attitude that I'm just grateful to be here and, uh, and I'm grateful for all that I can be a part of and the organization is big and what a privilege it is for me. And if they'll come in with the idea that it's a privilege, they can go a long way. If they come in with the idea that you're privileged to have me, you're better off to lose them on the front end. Number six is this. Here's a key that I learned not only in leadership, but just in life. You connect with people on their level, not yours. Now, let me say that again. You connect with people on their level, not yours. Uh, you ever seen a train that has a lot of carts it's got to pick up? That train will back up and connect with that boxcar and then move. And when I say you connect with people on their level, you got to know a little bit about what their interest is, what perhaps their history is, what their, you know, what their level is. You want to know a little bit about them. Before I ever sat down with certain leaders, if I knew that they were a good leader and I wanted to bring them in, I would try to learn about their business. I'd try to learn about what they were doing. I would try to figure out what, what it was that attracted them, what they want to be a part of. And, and don't fake it. If I couldn't offer that, I would tell them. In fact, on a couple of occasions, even when I was a pastor, I would tell people that based on what you've told me about looking for a church, this is not the church for you. And I'd recommend a church. I'd say, now, this is the church that seems to fit exactly what you're looking for. And they would respect that. I would respect that. And that way they got their journey. And so the secret's going to be there, learning what their level is. By the way, that's going to help you with your family. That's going to help you with your friends. If you figure out their level, your, your kids don't want to sit down and talk about your business, okay? They want you to talk about their interest and what they're doing. So you connect with people on their level, not yours. That'll help you all throughout life because there'll be times that you'll connect with some people that, uh, that you may not, you know, you may not go to dinner with, you may not have as a family uh, gathering, but you'll connect with them at their level. And then there are other people that you'll connect with at a certain level that you'll say, I could be with them all day and they're teaching me and I'm learning from them. The other is, number seven, it takes time to find good leaders. Now, that's true of anything. Some of you, if you're looking for somebody in business to hire or a, a, a new personnel you got to bring on board, don't rush it. Don't get desperate. The key there is going to be figure out clearly what you want and then be willing to take the time. Now, you're fortunate if you get them on the first try. I think I've had that probably twice in all of my lifetime. I got them on the first try. But there's sometimes I had to wait a long time to find somebody that I knew was the right leader. And so don't, don't, you know, don't be too desperate. Don't jump the gun. Uh, if, you, if you do, you may regret it. You ever hired somebody that you wish you hadn't hired? You ever brought somebody all that you said, you know, I didn't realize this was going to take this much out of me, and, and it's more maintenance, and they're get, not getting where I need them to be as quickly? And so it takes time, and that's okay. 
As long as you can figure out what you want and you're willing to patiently wait through that, you can. All right, well, there you have it. That is part one of Bill's talk about the secret to leading leaders. Fantastic lesson. And part two is coming out this Tuesday. So make sure you stay tuned by hitting the subscribe button so that you will get notified when that episode and our other episodes that we release in the future come out. So whether whatever you're on, whether it's a podcast platform, hit the subscribe button. Or if you're on YouTube, hit the subscribe button as well as the bell so that you'll get notified when these release. You don't want to miss part two of this conversation this up coming Tuesday. Also, make sure you check us out on our new and improved website, bpleadership.com. For those of you that do not know, Bill has leadership content archives of almost 20 years worth of leadership episodes and lessons that he's done, over 200 lessons of absolute pure leadership gold on anything and everything you can think of. Proven content ready and available at your fingertips for only $9.99 a month. That's it. $10 a month. You can afford it. I promise you it's worth its weight in gold. So make sure you go check this out on our website bpleadership.com. I guarantee you, you will not regret it. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us. We'll see you again this Tuesday. And remember that this is where real leaders are made.